We talked a lot on the show about energetic alchemy, how we are transforming our energy. But when we hear the word alchemy, a lot of times we think about the process of turning base metal into gold. But these journeys are spiritual alchemy is about returning to our true nature. And this is often symbolized by the golden sun, the alchemical symbol, this beautiful golden sun, a reminder of the light and the love that you are and have always been. And we've gone through this beautiful journey to explore what we have experienced in life that may have veered us away from that recognition or remembrance. But you've shown up and you've done the work to reveal your true nature to yourself, to reveal the light and the love that you are. And today with the sun card, we're going to celebrate that. Celebrate this process of your spiritual alchemy. This is all about you, your awakening, your transformation. So we're going to celebrate you today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda, and I want to wish you a happy Saturday. Today, we are on day 20 of our 22-day journey through the Major Arcana, and today we land on one of my favorite cards. It is the Sun card, and I can't wait to explore this energy with you, especially all of Uh, the considerations that we've had on this journey so far. So before we get into that, as always, um, you know, I want to welcome you to join us in the Seeker Circle for more conversations after the show. You can go to my website, uchi.com, that's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com, and you can sign up for the newsletter while you're there. And you will get access to some other free tools to help you on your path of transformation, self-reflection, as well as a link to the Seeker Circle. So I would love to see you there. I love getting to interact with all of you in this way. And now that we're almost done with this journey, um, I shared with you that I plan to do a Facebook Live on Monday, which is our final day of this exploration. So hop over to uchi.com, join us in the Seeker Circle, and let's explore the energy of the Sun card today. Now, you know, with all of the cards, we have been uh, meditating on the different aspects of the card or the questions that we can ask ourselves in relation to the energy of each. Now, one of the things, first of all, I'll point out is that, you know, the sun is uh, more of a masculine energy. It's outward expression. Whereas yesterday we looked at the moon, which is more of a feminine energy and looking inward, 
looking at what we hold internally, what we feel, maybe, you know, some of those um, things we've buried or stuffed away in the subconscious mind. We talked about with the moon, allowing those things or those thoughts, those feelings, those beliefs starting to emerge from the subconscious so that we could now look at them with our new lens from a space of wisdom through what we have learned through our experience. And that's how we transform our energy. And once we do that work, once we allow ourselves to really look at ourselves deep beneath the surface, beyond our story, beyond our fears, and we really come face to face with what we hold, what we may have been taught, what has been so deeply implanted into the subconscious, once those things start to surface, that's where the real opportunity for transformation comes about because then we get to choose how we are directing the mind, directing our emotion, how we are perceiving things. And after all of this work, here we are at the sun. So one of the things we can ask ourselves today right away is how do you direct your energy, your outward expression after everything that you have learned? With your new awareness, how will you be an expression of light? Okay, so let's get into the sun card. Um, we've been looking at the numbers of the card, the element, and the associated planet. So we have the number 19, and we have the element of fire, and it's also associated with the sun. So obviously, you know, it's the sun card. But when we put fire, um, which can be transformation, and the sun together, we get the astrological sign of Leo. And we'll talk more about the Leo um, energy in relation to this card a bit later. But another thing we have is the number 19. So we can look at the number 1 as alignment. We can look at the number 9 as uh, the number of self-mastery. Remember, we talked about the number 9 um, back when we explored the Hermit card, which was the number 9 card. But then if we add 1 and 9, we get 10. 10 is a 1 and a 0. That expression of both the feminine and the masculine. The 1 being the masculine energy, the 0 being the feminine energy. Kind of like even you think of binary coding, right? Um, it also makes me think of the... Um, uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, but when we have this expression of the feminine and masculine together, it also reminds us of that energy of harmonizing the two and harmonizing ourselves, which if we look back at the number 10 card was the wheel of karma. And in that card with what was resurfacing for us, it was very important for us to create harmony or balance through dealing with whatever it was that we were making choices around. So if we then go further, like in the system of numerology, and reduce that down to the number one, because one plus zero is one, it just 
all comes back to the energy of this card being about that personal alignment, that oneness, that self-realization. So this card, the sun card, really speaks to the energy of freedom. It speaks to the energy of clarity. And again, if you go back through all of the cards and what we've learned along the way, we have been leading up to exactly this freedom of mind, clarity of mind. It's about the sun, the solar energy bringing about full illumination or full understanding after the reflective work we did with the moon. Remember, the moon was helping us to come into that space of establishing our inner peace, allowing that subconscious to come forward for transformation so that we could experience true modification, that energetic alchemy. And now the sun is like full awareness after that inner work that we've done. So if we look at this card, um, one of the things that stands out first is there is a child on top of a horse. And the horse looks kind of gray in the Rider weight deck. And we've talked about the color gray being a symbol of wisdom, that merge of the um, light and the dark. Wisdom. So this child is riding upon his or her wisdom. But the child themselves, they are a symbol of you know, that childlike wonderment of the fool. Remember the very first card we started with was the fool. Well, the the child in this picture is like our return to that childlike wonderment after going through this journey. And there's even that red feather in the child's hair, the same red feather that was in the um, hat of the fool. But here, unlike the fool, the child is completely naked. And remember, that is a symbol of our true self. There's no facade. There's no act, no costume being worn. We are revealing our true nature. Now, after all of the experiences that we've had, the learning, the growing, the surrendering, We return to the space of innocence. It's interesting, like as we do this work and what does come up for us, you know, we really do start to free ourselves from our fear. We do begin this journey that leads us back into freedom of mind through our understanding allowing ourselves to reveal and acknowledge truth. The stories that we have created, what we have adapted to, what we have believed, and we allow ourselves to return to that understanding that we have choice in how we perceive all of it, but also underneath all of it, has always been that light, that knowing, that inner wisdom. It's always been there. We have been directed to or trained to in a lot of ways to look away from our inner wisdom, to only seek outward approval, validation, beliefs. But as we do this work, we bring it back in and realize and recognize this inner 
inner sun, this inner radiance that has always been there. So, you know, it's interesting because think of it this way in terms of like the sun and this full illumination, right? You know, sometimes what you may perceive as scary in your life, something that you may have perceived as challenging or aspects of yourself that you may have, you know, condemned as dark or just lower vibration, whatever you called it. These things, these energies, these ideas become transformed and they become simplified when we shed more light on them. When we allow ourselves to actually see the full picture. You know, some basic examples of this in our life, we'll say, you know, think of someone you didn't like. You meet someone initially, you don't like them. It may have been the way they carried themselves. It could have been how they came off, anything. But you didn't like them initially. But for some reason, you were given an opportunity to get to know this person. And then you ended up loving them. It's because initially you didn't have the full picture. You didn't know their full story. You had a limited scope. You didn't have full illumination. But when you gave that opportunity to see this person with more clarity, held space to allow more room for understanding, it may have changed your perspective of them. Or you can think of um, something in life that seemed impossible. How many times have you been faced with something you had to do, something you wanted to try, and it just seemed like, oh, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. There's no way I can do it. I don't know how to get it done until you actually do. And then are you on, on the other side? I mean, it's that realization that it wasn't impossible at all. The impossibility was merely an idea in the mind. You know, there's even the times where we feel lost right? There are so many times where we feel lost or we may feel defeated, just like the energy after that tower card. But after that, we reemerge into some new awareness, some new opportunity, some new experience. After we pick ourselves back up, we allow ourselves to reemerge into our life, into our light. And really the key in all of it is that you've acquired wisdom from your past to support you in moving forward again and again. And what you held in your shadow or what you held in the darkness, what you tried to hide from, again, it transforms in the light. It transforms in your acknowledgement where you're able to see things now from that new lens of love, of compassion, non-judgment, understanding, all of these beautiful things that you start to learn as you do this work. Okay, so let's get back to the elements of the card. We have the image of the sun. It's like the most prominent thing on this card, right? So the sun in of itself is a symbol of creative energy. It's big, it's bold, it's confidence. 
again, pointing back to that Leo energy. Leo is confident. Leo is like, I shine. And it's creative. And it also governs the heart. There's a lot of love in this illumination of this self-realization. Now, what's interesting about the, the rays of light coming off of the sun, there are some straight lines and there are wavy wa- uh, rays of light coming off of the sun. So the straight lines are um, symbolic of masculine energy and the wavy lines are symbolic of feminine energy. So again, even though we have this solar energy, which is traditionally masculine, through the rays of light, we see the balance of both the feminine and masculine. But what's also interesting about this is that there are 11 straight lines. So there are 11 lines um, representing the masculine, and there are 11 wavy ones representing the divine feminine. Now, if you count the wavy yellow lines, you'll only get 10. But as you can see at the top of the card near the um, Roman numerals, there's one little black squiggly line next to on the right side of the Roman numerals. That was um, That's one of the feminine lines. I mean, they couldn't put a yellow line there because the feminine, that yellow would have blocked the Roman numeral. So you count that as one of the feminine wavy rays. Now, what's interesting about the number 11 is in uh, numerology, the number 11 is the master intuitive. But together, the 11 masculine, the 11 feminine, we get the number 22. There's that number 22 again. The number 22 um, has so much significance in this deck, as we've talked about. There are 22 cards in the major arcana. There are 22 paths on the tree of life, and each of those equate to a Hebrew letter. Now, we didn't get too much into that through this journey, but that also, I told you that Kabbalah was very much um, uh, symbolized in these cards. And each of those 22 Hebrew letters equate to a number value. But there are also, um, what else is 22? We have 22 chromosomes. Um, the 23rd is the sex, which, you know, is the only difference between male and female. But we also have 22 pyramids along the causeway of peace in Egypt. So 22 has so much significance. It's very, it's very interesting. But when we look at this energy of the sun and this uh, essence of both the feminine and masculine quality that we are, I want you to also consider your embodiment of this. You know, throughout these cards, we've talked about uh, balancing, harmonizing our inner duality, balancing, harmonizing our feminine and masculine, our light and dark. But now we come to this space of the expression being the embodiment of this. Embodying the light that is you and expressing yourself from this radiance, from this love, from this understanding. 
Now, another thing um, we can look at about this card is there are four sunflowers in the background. And I like to look at it as the child is the fifth. The child is the fifth um, sunflower in a way, okay? Because the sunflowers are open, which can be symbols of the sun, but also because they're flowers, they also are symbols of growth, of spiritual growth. And this is really about renewal of the mind. And while we're still learning, of course, we are free from some of the old perspectives, the old beliefs, our old behaviors at this point. So we have this symbol of spiritual growth. And again, there are four flowers, but if we add in the child as another expression of living, like um, a, a living sun, right? Because the sunflowers are like a living sun, like the earth expression of sunlight. Okay, so if he is the fifth, we can also bring this back to the pentacle or the five-pointed star. And he's in front of these uh, sunflowers. They're behind the wall. So it could be a symbol of contained energy, the mastering of the mind, the emotion, the will, what we are creating and remember the top of that star, the fifth point, was spirit. And when we had that uh, pentacle upright, it was a symbol of our mastery of our human nature. So these elements of our human nature, which were revealed to us by the magician, remember each of his tools were a symbol of our nature. So we had... The cup, which was emotion, we had the uh, sword, which was thought, we had the pentacle, which was like what we manifest to create, and we had the wand, which was our will. Now, all of those four elements can be represented here in these sunflowers, and they are behind the wall. Again, contained energy. Now, when we think about contained energy, we can also look back at the Wheel of Fortune. Remember in the Wheel of Fortune, there were four images and, you know, there was one in each corner of the card. And I told you that those images represented the fixed signs, the fixed signs of astrology, Taurus, Leo, Aquarius, and Scorpio. And we talked about fixed energy or fixed signs being like contained energy. When we are fixed or contained, it's like speaking to that ability to direct our energy, that self-mastery. So the fool, you know, again, here we are, this child we started out as the fool because we were unaware, right? But now as this child, it's like a renewal, a rebirth, back to that innocence and wonderment of the fool. But the difference is, is this time we are uh, in a wonderment because of all that we have learned. So the magician showed us the tools that we had available to us. But 
he didn't show us how to use them because we had to go through all of this journey to learn how to use those tools for ourselves. We had to go through the major arcana, these experiences, these considerations to learn how to use the tools for ourselves, our own self-mastery. We had the high priestess at the beginning who gave us a hint of this hidden wisdom, this hidden knowledge that we had access to, but she didn't just welcome us in behind the veil because again, we had to do the work. We had to do the work. So here we are. The fool was open to experience, to possibility, and even though there were challenges along the way, he gained knowledge. Now he, we could say, was taking, taken out of his innocence at, and at times maybe he believed that he lost his way like we often feel. But the truth is that he was never lost. He was given opportunity to access his strength in those tools that he had in the knapsack that the magician revealed to him. He had the strength and the tools to return to his freedom of mind, but again, with wisdom and understanding. He was free in the beginning because he was naive, but at this point, you're free through your understanding, through all that you have learned on this journey. So the sun is kind of like celebration. You made it through. And all of the challenges, all of the lessons, all that you have encountered have helped you, giving you opportunity to use your tools, to recognize your choice, to recognize your ability, to learn to start to trust yourself, to tune into your inner knowing, your inner guidance, to think for yourself. That's a big one for us, right? Just simply learning to think for yourself, but also having an awareness of how you perceive your experiences, having the ability to see the value in the lessons, what you are learning, how you are growing, how you are transforming through all of it. The sun is freedom and clarity of mind. So again, today, Go back to the question I asked at the beginning, you know, how do you direct your energy outwardly after all that you have learned, where you are right now on your path? How do you direct your energy with your new awareness, embodying the light and the love that you are? How will you be an expression of this? And how will you maintain it? Again, I can't say enough. Practicing, staying in our practice, understanding that we continue to go through cycles. We continue to go through layers of understanding. And we support ourselves by remaining diligent in our practice. Just like we saw in the um, moon card yesterday, even though we've gone through so much, there's still a lot of path, a lot of life, a lot of experience and understanding before us. 
although we have gained some insight, some wisdom, there are more layers for us to understand and experience. So let's celebrate today where we are. Celebrate what we have learned so far. Celebrate wherever, whatever you have made it through on your path. The times where you felt knocked down and you didn't know how you're going to get back up, but you did. Celebrate that. The times where you were hurt and you were angry, but now you have some clarity and understanding about how you have grown. Celebrate that. For all of the people and the experiences that have given you support and joy and love and laughter on this path, this beautiful, ever-changing journey, celebrate them, celebrate that. And of course, acknowledge that you have been the one who has gotten you through. You have had choice along the way. You are resilient. And again, you are this beautiful expression of love and light. Celebrate that today. So hopefully... You can, on the other side of all this self-reflection and consideration, really come into a space of deep gratitude today. Really honoring all that we are learning and continue to learn. Understanding, yes, some of these lessons and challenges may come back up again in new forms, But now we have more awareness and we are aware of the tools that we have. So we will get through them with more clarity, more understanding, more resilience. Keep learning, keep shining, keep growing. And have appreciation for it all. So that is it for the sun card. I again invite you to share with me what has come up for you what you are learning, what you are feeling, any insights at all about this tarot journey or just about your journey, period. You can join us in the Seeker Circle. Again, hop over to my website, uchi.com, Y-E-W-C-H-I.com, and sign up for the newsletter. And if you enjoy the podcast, please share it with friends and family. I am very thankful that our community is growing and that we are continuing to share. And if you're listening on iTunes, please go ahead and review the show. You can leave a review or just rate the show, but that also helps with visibility. So I appreciate you for being here, for supporting me on my path. I send you so much love in return. And remember to always journey in love.